Hi, this is Dr. Amrita from healthwealthbridge.com. Today I'm going to talk about video marketing and video content. 2019 is supposed to be the year that video content is going to rise exponentially. But is text dying? Video marketing is gaining popularity, no doubt. But it doesn't mean the death of the blog, right? Who knows? Today in January 2019, when I'm talking about video marketing and the death of text, after two months, we don't know where we are going to stand. But I'm a bookworm and I love reading. Even then, I can't ignore the onslaught of videos across all social media. What I couldn't understand was how could three minutes read with super useful content like on SEMrush or the Moz blog compare with the video on the topic. But I could be weird. I decided to dive into research mode to see whether video content was more useful, got more reader engagement and helped me and my reader more. Seeing the hoopla around video, you would think the answer to this is a no-brainer, right? Wait up, I have some news. Video marketing, is it rising? According to HubSpot, by 2019, 80% of internet traffic will be video. Now, whether it's January 2019 or the end of 2019, we have yet to see. But why is video content rising? Video content gives a boost to a blog's SEO. It increases user engagement and landing page videos will help you convert traffic by 80%. That's what Unbound says. Videos and emails increases click-through rates. That's always good. 80% users can recall a video they say they saw in the last 30 days. 96% of buyers find videos helpful while making purchase decisions. This is uh, data by Animoto and this is always good if you are an e-commerce site or even have something to sell on your blog. Twitter says video with tweets get the most retweets. Video traffic will be 82% of all IPU traffic, both business and consumers by 2022. And according to eMarketers, 78.4% of digital videos are accessed by mobile. Now all these data sounds great, but what is important to understand is Video is not the only traffic generator. Video is an important traffic generator, but it is not the only traffic generator. So how will it exactly help you? If you're a text only blog, how is video going to help you? Do this reflect uh, data, reflect your audience. That is the first thing you have to know. Whether your audience likes video, whether do they have the bandwidth? Have you seen your videos getting more traffic than your blog posts? That's important point. What about the blog posts with video contents? Are they helping you earn more consistent revenue? What is the return on investment and time? This is where you need to get your stats in hand before buying expensive video equipments and just pumping out videos. If there's one question you must ask, it is about return on investment and time. Is it all worth it? Where does video actually work? That's what you need to know first. Video helps us reach a new audience who can't read due to any reason. A video is better to connect. For some people at least. That's what brands think. Many high profile brands turn to full time video content and reduce the editorial workforce. That's good and bad. If not text heavy, just listening to videos while doing housework can help you learn. It's easier to understand how to use a sewing machine, text stuff or crocheting seeing a video than text. Math, science, languages, teaching, anything needs a visual element. Online teaching does need video. User-generated videos are also great as a brand advertisement. Making videos online or using software, one thing you can't do is ignore the video. There was never a better time than now to start your own digital media network. But 
Is this all true? What is the downside of video? What is the downside of video? Is there any downside or is it all in my head? For small bloggers and biz owners, this is important to know. You can't afford dedicated hosting for video. You have a problem. You will be putting YouTube embed link. This is one of the tricky parts. The readers might decide to click through to the YouTube or look at the video on your blog. Clicking through to, to the YouTube means there's an external link on the home page and your readers are leaving your website. That's tricky from an SEO point of view as well as engagement. If they are watching the video on your blog, that's great for user engagement and gets you good on-page timing. But if they are leaving the web page and going to YouTube to watch the video due to any reason, then that's a problem for you. It's a critical balance. If you're not making videos, you are missing a leg up. But if you are making videos and putting YouTube links on the home page, you are diverting traffic from your website. There is the tricky part. Should you embed the YouTube video, pay for hosting or should you skip the video bandwagon altogether? I think that would be a mistake that is skipping the video. If you follow what Google does, you will see there are video carousel features on the first page of search results, many times above the text links. So that's important to get traffic back to your website. You have paid to host your videos, but you're not optimizing your blog. That might also be a problem. Mobile users are rising, but data is not free. Some people may not be comfortable watching random slowly loading videos on their phones and eating up the mobile data. This is a real problem as increasingly people are using mobile for consuming content. So you have to first see whether your videos are mobile ready or not. Making money from your video is not a cakewalk. If Ryan is the top grossing YouTube in 2018 with the majority of earning from ads, this tells you a few things. Ryan's toy reviews target audiences who are kids who may not be skipping advertisements. Unlike adults, video watchers who mostly likely skips ads. If you want to reach the level of income as a YouTuber that Ryan is, your target audience may need to be the same. What if one day YouTube decides to cap your video limit, behave like Facebook, just like they change the criteria for monetization? Nowadays, you need at least 1000 subscribers on YouTube and at least 4000 hours of annual viewing time on YouTube before your channel's monetization is possible. That's pretty difficult for a new YouTuber. You're working hard but making a cardinal mistake. You're putting your content and monetization at the mercy of a third party. Who can change rules anytime? You are in a binder. Is this going to work or am I just a pessimist? Blog or vlog, which way should you be going? Should you avoid the fear of missing out and ditch videos? Or stop writing and make videos? This is going to be a revelation. The other side of the video marketing story. The power of the written word is this. Uh, this is a blogging contest for SEMrush and I am making a video out of it because I want to see which is going to get uh, better engagement in terms of views from my blog and also to see which uh, gets more engagement organically with no work. I can still name more authors than filmmakers on, or YouTubers, but that's just me. Even for a good movie, you need a written script for it to work. If you sign up for Amazon Studios, they will want a written script. That's not negotiable. 
Until you are writing a spell binding, it will not draw in the viewer. The written word has survived thousands of years. I don't think text is going anywhere. Sumerian and the hieroglyphics were all text, dating back to more than 3000 BC. That says something about the power of text. Don't let your writers and editors go. You need them to make a good video and some of us still understand better when we read. So what do you think? Video marketing or test? text? The, what is the point of marketing? Seth Gordon says, true marketing makes things better and helps serve those who need it. Video or text, whatever it is, things need to help. Everyone doesn't have unlimited data. No one wants to watch a full video. With text, the quick scheme helps us determine whether we want to dive deep. Difficult to do with a video, but if there is a uh, time-stamped transcript, that can be done. It is essential to make video part of your arsenal, but not the only arrow. The ultimate aim for all things online is to reach the people you want to serve. Write your blog posts, repurpose them into podcasts and attractive useful videos. Make your website audiovisual with multimedia content. Help it reach, reach the people you want to serve. Make it attractive, repurpose them into content that people with disability can also use. Whatever content you make, don't waste your audience's time. I think the choice should be available for the audience you hope to help. They remember, if you don't believe me, you must read why why HubSpot thinks this. The link is in my blog post. My verdict on video marketing versus text. Video content may be rising, but the text is definitely here to stay. Thank you. Have a nice day. Bye for now. This is Dr. Amrita signing out from Health Bridge.